On today's episode, join KCG, Ryan Zielsdorf, and I as we take a look at all of the exciting news and action that has unfolded over the past couple of weeks. So strap yourselves in. Mash that loud pedal. And get ready. Because Because it's time to jam! Welcome back to the weekly Monster Truck Podcast. Hi again, everyone. I'm Jackson, also known as Monster Jam Historian. You can follow my social media at Monster Jam Historian on Instagram and Monster Jam Historian on YouTube. Finally, we're back. Oh, my Lord, I've been missing out on this podcast. I've been super busy, but today I've got a ton of stuff to talk about, and I'm so excited and pumped to have... My good buddy, Ryan Zielsdorf, back again. Please introduce yourself. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Ryan. I'm excited to be back. And we've got a former Monster Jam host, Casey G. Hey, everybody. I'm excited to be here with you guys. I was an arena host for two years, and this year I was my first year as an in-the-pits host for Monster Jam. So I'm excited to be talking about Monster Trucks with you guys. Thank you for coming along, Casey and Ryan. As I said, man, there's been so much happening around the globe, around the monster truck industry, so I'm just going to jump straight into it. Uh, We have some new schemes for a lot of new trucks. I don't know if you two have seen them, but Jekyll and Hyde has a split paint job design. It is beautiful. It's really cool because it's got... Uh, the Jekyll character on one side and the Hyde character on the other side. It is awesome. Uh, Miss Overboard has got a brand new design. Also looks really cool. Coming out from the uh, Two Extreme camp, <coughs> Iron Outlaw. It's got this awesome like wood design. It is so cool. I love it so much. And Bounty Hunter, the design that it was running this year, it's been transferred over to Austin Minton's uh, chassis. It now is running a pickup truck design with the steampunk look to it. It is, oh man, it is so nice. Such a surprise too. I've never seen, I think once they ran a pickup truck bounty hunter but now they're running this beautiful looking bounty hunter um wow it's it's so nice so i'm gonna hand it over to you guys uh what do you two think of some of the new trucks with new designs i mean i think jekyll and hyde really just uh captures what that truck is i mean it's half and half two different styles of people and i it is just such a great design for that truck. And then, obviously, Bounty Hunter really caught my attention. Always been a huge fan of Jimmy's truck, and it just looks beautiful. And I'm looking forward to seeing Austin take over this truck. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I love the Miss Overboard truck. I think the graphics are awesome. It's sassy, but it's still tough. Can't wait to see that truck out there on the track. And also, 
I love that Jimmy likes to change up what his truck looks like. So this year, Jimmy was on my tour on Stadium Tour Green for um, Monster Jam. And he loves talking about that truck. He takes such pride in designing it and keeping it fresh and new. So it looks bad. And Jimmy's going to crush it in that truck. And, well, if you thought that was it, well, we've got more here. There is a, <laughs> there is a new body for the Mechanical Mischief truck. Uh, I believe it's like a Ford Super Duty, kind of like the old Blue Thunder. Mm. It is, oh, man, what, there's so many nice-looking in, indie trucks. So mm-hmm. nice. Love this Mechanical Mischief truck. There's also another Barefoot truck. This time it is owned by the Harper's team. So nice. I love it. It's the design that I like the most. It's the red uh, kind of pickup truck design with the bear on the side and the, the claws coming out of the, the stuff and the logo. Oh, man, it's so nice. I love Barefoot. Um, just such a classic truck. I'm glad they brought it back. Um, there's also a new teammate to just get a done second generation, Brandon Talachka. Now there is the all-new just get a done original and it is rocking that uh, old school Bigfoot body. Just beautiful. It's very classy. Uh, I loved seeing Brandon Talachka tear it up in arenas this year on uh, Arena 204 uh, with Zach Garner and uh, who else was on that tour? Uh, Randy Brown and mm-hmm. Lindsey Reed. Um, and hopefully we get to see this truck uh, just get a done original either in stadiums or arenas. That would be really cool. Um, there's another new... Mon- there's a couple of new Monster Jam... Uh, sorry, Monster Trucks. Uh, there is the new Superhero Monster Truck, which was formerly Space Force 1. A very interesting body design. I don't know if you two have seen it. It's kind of like... Kind of like a Porsche. I don't. I don't really know what kind of body style it is, but it's very unique uh, compared to other trucks. There's another new monster truck. It is called One Bad Hombre. Uh, a beautiful trophy truck design. Uh, again, it's just amazing. And uh, finally, for this little bit of news, <laughs> it's a bit of a mouthful. Uh, there is the all-new Rockwell Red Monster Truck. It was going to debut this year in, I believe it was Santa Clara for Monster Jam. It is now finally debuted, and it is beautiful. I love this truck so much. There is so many awesome new trucks and new designs and all that stuff. So I'm going to hand it back over to you two. What do you think of all of the new Monster Trucks? debuting and uh debuting new designs on the independent scene i mean i guess i'm gonna kind of just start from where you started uh the bodies at the very beginning but mechanical mischief uh growing up always loved that truck so i'm looking forward to seeing it have a new body and then barefoot barefoot is just such a childhood memory truck for me and i'm really excited to see this new body and being a part of the harper's team now like they do such a great job with their trucks and then the one i'm most excited about the Just Get Her Done original, because when that truck came out and there was a second generation, I was like, I didn't even know there was a first generation. So it's going to be nice to have like the original truck there. And then the other 
three. Oh my gosh, I'm, I like I don't even know where to start. Like I just am so looking forward to seeing them on the track. You know, guys, I wish I knew more about some of the independent trucks, but you've really sparked my interest, and I'm so interested in seeing this new design for this. Did you say it was a superhero truck? That's so interesting. I'm going to have to check it out. And you also talked about how one of them had kind of an old school design, which I think is so cool. I love when they keep kind of that old school flavor and put it into a new track design. So honestly, I don't have a lot to add here, but I need to go check it out because you guys seem pumped about these new trucks and their designs. And I, I want to check it out. Absolutely. Um, just again, there's there's so many. I can't believe there's just a new. There's like a new truck every day. It's like, all right, here's a truck. Oh, here's another truck. Oh, here's a new design. Oh my lord, here's another truck. It's like, whoa, I can't keep up. Um, uh, but unfortunately for the toughest monster truck tour fans, uh, all of the other shows have been cancelled. Uh, but the 2020 champion has been crowned, and that is Vendetta. Um. A bit unfortunate for toughest monster truck tour fans, but I think they're playing it safe here. You know, they don't want to run any other shows, and they don't want to risk not cooperating with governments and stuff. And with, uh, I don't really want to delve too much into this, but with, you know, the world changing each and every day, I think it's kind of safe. I mean, they've had some shows. They've done some more sh uh, shows uh to to keep you know the interest going but i think they've done a fantastic job and doing this to me kind of I, I don't really know how to put it but i'm glad that they you know it sucks that they've canceled their shows but they've crowned a champion they've made fans happy and i think at the end of the day that's the main thing that their fans are happy their fans are safe, the drivers are safe, and they're happy as well. So, um, I, I can't wait. All I can say is I can't wait for 2021 to see more from the Toughest Monster Truck Tour. So, what do you two think about this? I mean, it's definitely sad to know that uh, the season, you know, it's not, obviously, it's not, like, it's not going to continue as it was scheduled, and... I mean, I, I've not been too big into this, so, I mean, I I wasn't too upset about it, but I know there's definitely a good following out there uh, of people that are going to be quite upset about this. So, I, but yeah, I sympathize for them and uh, looking forward to 2021. Honestly, guys, so well said. I think that with everything that's happening in the world right now, it just puts... Um, it puts everyone in a tough position because we all love monster trucks. We all crave the live events. It's just, it's what we do. If we love going, we love seeing our buddies there. We love cheering on our favorite trucks. But really, we always say that we're a family when it comes to Monster Jam, when it comes to the independent shows, when it comes to all of monster trucks. And so I think that it's our duty to also protect each other. And if that means that we can't gather and we can't finish out the seasons and that's just what it has to be this year it's one for the history books right this has never happened before who knows if it'll ever happen again so we're just going to try and make it out safely and like you said can't wait for 2021 well that was a bit uh unfortunate news for 
uh, that tour, but kind of going back up uh, in terms of happiness, this is something I've, I was like, whoa, like, this is absolutely crazy. So, um, Jonathan Zimmer, John Zimmer's son, he has been uh, helping out in Monster Jam for the Overboard team for quite some time. He He's kind of caught my attention, especially recently, uh, because he debuted the all-new Terminal Velocity Monster Truck. This is, oh my, it's so nice. It's such a well-built truck. It's from the Overboard camp, and it is just awesome. It went from being a custom monster truck uh, mod for this video game called Rigs of Rods, um, and it was very well made, and now it's been transferred, not exactly, there's a different design, and I think the setup's a bit different, but the fact that it went from virtual reality to real life, and to have John Zimmer's son, Jonathan Zimmer, behind the wheel, uh, and the potential to see not only Jonathan Zimmer compete in Monster Jam, but compete against his father is just <laughs> awesome. I love this truck. It is so nice. It's prob- it's it's my favorite ind- independent out there right now. I'm sorry to all the other <laughs> guys. I love their trucks, but this one right here, this one's my favorite. I love it so much. Uh, what do you guys think of uh, Jonathan Zimmer debuting uh, Terminal Velocity? The thing I really love about it is how it gives off those that Captain's Curse vibe. Because we haven't really seen a body like that in so long and I'm just excited to see Jonathan Zimmer go up against uh, his father. Like that I'm that is just so so cool. Yeah, I mean to piggyback off of that, I've never played rigs, rigs and rods, but Jackson, I did see the graphic that you posted of the terminal velocity truck. And then to see that as a real truck, it's just larger than life. It looks so sick. And like you said, there's kind of a legend behind the wheel of that truck. And so it's going to be cool to see where he goes in his monster truck career behind the wheel. And also, what is it going to look like when he finally matches up against his dad? So that's going to be an exciting day um, if we get to see that happen, hopefully sooner than later. That would just be... Especially if it was, I mean, if they were on the same tour competing against each other, that would be amazing. At World Finals would be even better. I think the future for uh, Jonathan is is just, it's so bright. I, I just can't wait. Now... We start to get into the uh, a bit more familiar territory with, with you, Casey, and the two bits of news that makes my mind explode. So recently, Monster Jam has introduced the YouTube channel memberships. So for those who are unaware, uh, the YouTube channel memberships, not for Monster Jam, but the concept in general, has been around for... I don't know exactly how long, but it's been around for a couple of years. And basically, the premise is you you pay for a subscription to to your YouTuber, and you get exclusive access to 
uh, unseen content and all that stuff. Monster Jam has done their equivalent, uh, which is the YouTube channel memberships where you can uh, pay to watch a full-length, high-quality Monster Jam episodes from 1999 to 2018, and they are still putting up episodes. When I found out about this, I I think I, I was, I'd lost my mind. It's just, there is so much already up there to watch. There is stuff from every era of Monster Jam. You want to go back to the days where Tom Menz dominated in Goldberg? Well, go back and watch that. You want to watch Tom Menz debut Maximum Destruction? Well, that's up there too. You want to see uh, World Finals 9 where Adam Anderson sent it off the triple? Well, there's that too. You want to see stuff from 2018? There's some of that too. There's just so much. And they keep adding stuff. And it is just great because for the longest time, me living in Australia, I never really got to watch these episodes. And if I did, they, you know, I have some still recorded on uh, some of my DVDs, uh, burnt DVDs, (laughs) back to those days. Um, And I've seen a couple float up on YouTube, but the fact that I'm able to, I haven't purchased it yet, but I'm going to go harass Papa Historian to go, <laughs> to go, uh, buy it for me, but, uh, just the fact that I'm able to go back and watch so much of just Monster Jam's history as a historian is just great, and, uh, I have heard from so many people that it is just awesome. I think, Ryan, you've got, you've got this, don't you? I do have it, and let me tell you what, I I don't think Monster Jam could have done anything better during a time like this. Like, being able to just pull up on your laptop and just watch Monster Jam whenever you want is the greatest gift they could have given us. And I, I specifically remember being out in the kitchen and seeing the notification on my phone that they were, like, that Bryce Kenny's video where he was introducing that membership. And I'm telling you, I, I ran. I ran to my room <laughs> and, and purchased it less than five minutes after the video came out. So I, I just love so it. Awesome. I love it so much. You're going to love it, Jackson. I think that this is just genius. And what it couldn't have come at a better time. Um, I've been with Monster Jam for three years. And pretty much the entire time that I've been there, they have been working on establishing this for the fans. Larry Jewett, who is a former Monster Jam host, he holds a different position within Monster Jam now. He's been working on this with a team of people to make this happen because that is one of the coolest things about Monster Jam is the history that it holds. I did not grow up with Monster Jam, but that's why I fell in love with it was because Matt Isbell, who's a Monster Jam host, was my first co-host, and he talked about how he grew up with this sport, and he loved it so much. He has memories of being in the stands with his dad when he was a kid, and that is that is so much of Monster Jam. We have drivers that are the kids of drivers. We have hosts that are you know, that are this next generation of the greats, right? So I just, I love the history that Monster Jam has and I love to watch how it has evolved. So being able to go back to 
1999 content and see where it was and where it is now is just incredible. You also get high quality footage, which Jackson, I think you touched on. You could you could dig up some old videos, right? But right now they're in one place. It's great quality. It's nice and organized. And also it's education. It's education for our fans, right? I think a lot of people have this idea that it's just monster trucks out there hitting things. Well, now it is, it's not that. This is skill, such skill involved with this sport. And so this platform is a really cool educational platform for our fans, for our new fans, and for people like me that has been in it for three years that are still learning. I think this is so awesome. And honestly, Monster Jam did a really great job with it. I could not have worded that any better, Casey. I mean... So, so truthful, you know, to go back from the days where, you know, pulling off a set, a small save was, like, amazing to the time where backflips were very new to now, where where we are at now is just awesome. I, I've, I've seen uh, clips uh, from it, um, the, you know, people going like, oh my lord, this is just... I mean, it's so good, and to the people that haven't bought bought it yet that say, oh, you know, I don't really want to purchase it. If you want to watch this stuff, like, I'm not sponsored, by the way. I wish I was, but I'm not. Please, <laughs> please, 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 please buy this, because this, you're helping out Monster Jam, which I think is an instant plus, but better than that, you you get your value for money. Like, even though I haven't paid for it yet, uh, I can tell it's value for money. I'm pretty sure Ryan, you could say that it's a value from that it's value for money. So worth it. Oh, for sure. And <laughs> uh, man, I'm just I can't wait to buy it and and binge everything, all of the 150 or so episodes that are there. But for the current Monster Jam fans, I believe this is tomorrow. This is perfect timing. Uh, August 8th. Monster Jam is uh, doing this, I believe it's a live, no, it's pre-recorded, I think. Uh, Monster Jam is airing the Breaking World Records uh, event where I believe six, yes, six, sorry, six drivers are going to uh, attempt uh, multiple, I believe it's seven, yeah, seven stunts. Uh, me and Ryan talked about this. It's a very, there's, uh, some amazing stuff in here. Uh, attempting multiple world records, which is just awesome. And, uh, I've, I've got here, uh, what is counted as successful attempts. Because I think people just read the bit where it says... He's attempting this. So I've got here what they have to beat. There is some very interesting information here that I want to let you guys know that you guys should know before the event. Um, So I'm just going to jump straight into it. So first off, before I do that, Monster Jam wrote on their website, veteran drivers from Monster Jam will attempt seven stunts striving to etch their names into the history books. Fans will have a front row seat as their favorite drivers climb back into their Monster Jam trucks to wow audiences with their jaw-dropping stunts. 
So the first one is the fastest speed in a Monster Jam truck. The record to beat is 91, uh, sorry, 99.1 mile per hour. The athlete is Bryce Kenny in the Great Clips Mohawk Warrior. And what is counted as a successful attempt is uh, traveling faster than 99.1 miles per hour over a quarter mile in the Great Clips Mohawk Warrior Monster Jam truck. Now, this is the one that... Because they kept saying uh, six drivers attempt seven world records. Ryan pointed this out to me a couple of minutes ago before we got onto the podcast. So, Bari Musawa in Zombie is attempting two stunts. Very similar, but they are uh, a bit different. So, um... So this is the most donuts or spins in a Monster Jam truck. So basically, Bari, uh, Bari Musawa in Zombie, he is the athlete, and the attempt is the most consecutive donuts slash spins in the Zombie Monster Jam truck. He must spin more than 41 times without stopping over any length of time. So that is the first one. He has to get more than 41 spins in any length of time. So that could be 5 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever. And then after that is the most donuts or spins in the zombie Monster Jam truck in one minute. And he must spin more than 41 times. So that so there is two uh, records he's going for here. He's going to try and get the most in any length of time. And then he's got to get more than 41 in one minute. Uh, so the other one here, the highest ramp jump in a Monster Jam truck. The record to beat is 21.33 feet or 6.5 meters. The athlete is Kristen Anderson in Gravedigger. And what is account what is counted as a successful attempt is uh, jump the Gravedigger Monster Jam truck higher than 21.33 feet or 6.5 meters. Uh, <clears throat> pardon me. The third to last uh, a, a record here. This is very interesting here. I told Ryan about this. Uh, when I get to what is counted as a successful attempt is very interesting here. I don't think people really realize this. So this is the most monster trucks jumped by a Monster Jam truck. The record to beat is seven, which was done by Colton Eichelberger last year in the Monster Jam stunt truck at World Finals 20. The athlete, which... At the time of uh, Monster Jam announcing this, there was a lot of memes about this. But Adam <laughs> Anderson will be behind the wheel of Megalodon in honor of Shark Week. And this, uh, what is counted as a successful attempt is the Megalodon Monster Jam truck must safely clear eight trucks lined up side to side. So that's the first part. He has to hit the ramp. Clear the eight trucks and not clip the last one or land on the other ones. But the last bit, uh, this is really important. With a controlled landing, all the attempt is invalid. So that basically means that Adam has to hit the jump, 
clear the trucks and land pretty much flat like a pancake in order to get the attempt. In order for it to count as a successful attempt. So if he lands and then he, he barrel rolls and flips over, or he saves it or whatever, that doesn't count. So it is pretty much important that he sends it off the jump and then lands pretty much flat in order for him to get the world record. Very important. The second to last one is the longest stoppy or nose wheelie in a Monster Jam truck. The record to beat is 50.85 feet or 15.5 meters. The athlete is my man, Tom Mentz in Max D. <laughs> and uh, what is counted as a successful attempt is Max D Monster Jam truck must remain on the two front tires for the entire duration of the attempt and travel more than 50.85 feet or 15.5 meters so this one isn't necessarily how long he can keep it up there he basically has to carry the the nose wheelie forward past that time uh, uh sorry past that uh what, what is it? 50.85 feet or 15.5 meters in order for it to count. So there's a lot of skill. Uh, obviously, there is skill that goes into all of these. But I think other than the next one, I'd say this is probably the most, the one that requires the most skill. And the last one is absolutely nuts. So this one is the first ever forward momentum double backflip in a Monster Jam truck. This is a new record attempt. No one has ever done this before. We've seen, I think, two or three forward momentum backflips attempted before. This is the first time we've seen a double. The athlete is Todd LaDuke in the Monster Energy Monster Truck. And what is counted as a successful attempt is he must complete two full backward rotations while traveling forward in the Monster Energy Monster Jam truck. So he has to get up there. He has to complete two full backward rotations. But he also has to travel forward while doing it. But the interesting thing for me here is it doesn't say anything to do with him landing it. So I'm going to assume that if he lands on the cage, uh, hopefully not... If he lands on all four tires, I'm assuming that is a successful attempt. But I guess we'll wait and see. I've talked long enough. Um, there is a lot of stuff to take in. And they've been hyping it up for quite some time. And I can't wait to see how this plays out tomorrow. So I'm going to hand it over to you two. What do you guys think of... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, Monster Jam breaking world records. Uh, I mean, I'm really looking forward to it. That's I'm definitely sitting down watching this tomorrow night. Uh, I'm gonna I'll, I'll kind of touch on them all a little bit, but the four momentum double backflip. I I just really like based on how many practices they've done and they haven't been able to get it. I mean, it's gonna be really challenging for Todd. But something that I did see was every time they were practicing, they had the cars raised, like, a crazy amount. So he would have a soft landing. But in the video that Monster Jam posted that showed, uh, like, how he was doing the stunt, the cars were almost lowered all the way to the ground. 
So that's going to give him a little bit more rotation time to bring it around. But we'll just have to see what can happen there. And then the longest stoppy with Tom, there's nobody I know more in the sport other than Tyler that could hold a stoppy or nose wheelie longer than him. And it's going to really take patience because it's hard to walk that thing forward. And Jackson, I know you know that. Casey, I know you know that. And it, <laughs> it, it, Tom is really going to have to take his time and not try and rush things and just walk that perfectly forward. Uh, the most monster trucks jumped, Adam Anderson. Uh, I I really cannot see him not getting this. Like, th- this should not be a challenge for him. The only thing I think that would be the issue is what you brought up, Jackson, is landing completely flat because at that speed, anything – any bobble or any rebound that you have, it's going to be kind of hard to bring that back. So we'll just have to see. The highest ramp jump, Kristen, I loved that Kristen was put in this position because I think she's really just going to take it and run with it. Because uh, Ryan, Adam, and Dennis, obviously they have their legacy, and I think it's time for Kristen to come in the spotlight because she has really improved this year, and I think this is going to put a good stamp on her name. And then the most donuts, uh, I think this may be the reason that it is a three-hour event. Bari Musauer, he is probably going to spin that zombie monster truck around <laughs> way too many times. Uh, and then I I think I, it's going to be difficult to get those rotations in. It's just I, it depends on what he's going to be spinning on and see how quick he can get it. But I think he'll do well. And then the, fi- the final one, the fastest speed, Bryce is going to be hauling. <laughs> That, he's going to have to basically go 100 mile an hour to beat this record, but I'm looking forward to seeing them all, and I'm just giddy with excitement. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't agree more. I think that this is what, one of the things I just love about Monster Jam is they're always thinking, what is something new we can do? What are we going to do next? And so I love when they came out with this idea to break these world records. Um, when it comes to fastest speed, First off, isn't it just crazy how fast these monster trucks can go? I mean, they're massive, and they are just hauling out there on the track. I think Bryce Kenny's got it. I mean, he's he's crazy. He's fierce. I think he's got it in the bag. Um, when it comes to most donuts, Barty is a wild man in that monster truck. Uh, I was on his tour for two years, and this is what I've come to realize about Barty. He has no fear. He just goes for it. When he's on, he's on. I think that the trick to the donuts is going to be hooking into the donuts. So sometimes you see traveling donuts, right? When they they get a lot of speed and they can't center it up right over where the donut is spinning. I think that for this, that's just going to be about the hook, the setup for the donuts. If he gets that right, he's got it in the bag when it comes to spinning as many times that he can and as many times as he can in one minute. So um, if anybody can do it, Bari can do it. Um, when it comes to highest ramp jump, Ryan, I love what you said. I Kristen said something really interesting at the beginning of this year. I saw an interview that she did, and she said, when it comes to driving a truck like Grave Digger, there's multiple drivers, right? But the thing is that you just have to find what makes you unique, what makes you you, what makes you special in that truck. She knows that she's following legends, her dad, her brother's. But I think that Kristen is just, she's a special one. She really connects with those fans. And like you said, I think that this this could be her mark. This could be the thing that she just keeps her name on, which I just love. Um, when it comes to most monster trucks jumped, man, yeah. 
Adam's got it in the bag. Last year at Monster Jam World Finals 20, um, when Colton Eichelberger set this record, if you guys saw it, he looked pretty comfortable jumping those seven trucks. So I think that Adam has got this. I mean, he's one of those drivers that just becomes one with the truck when he's driving it. I think he's super controlled. He's so smart. And so he's got that one in the bag. When it comes to longest stoppy, I agree with both of you. Tom Mentz is the dude. I mean, we saw him last year at Monster Jam World Finals uh, be the first two-wheel skills world champion. And I think that this is this is exactly that. He's got it. And then last but not least, when it comes to the forward momentum double backflip, this is going to be one of those situations where it's just going to have to be that serendipitous relationship of skill and then luck, right? I mean, I've heard the guys, the drivers talking about trying to make this double backflip forward momentum situation happen for a long time. And I think that if anybody can do it, Todd LeDuc can. He was on fire at the beginning of this year for the points race. Um, during first quarter. So I'm excited to see what happens. I can't wait to see how it all turns out. I couldn't have worded what both of you said. You guys had some absolutely great points. Ryan, one of them that I am glad you brought up that I didn't was that Tom doesn't have a time limit to pull his move off. So he's really going to take his time. He He's got all the time in the world to do this. There's no time limit. There's... Uh, there, really isn't the pressure of, okay, well, this has to be done now. He could take baby ste- baby steps. Well, not really baby steps, but you know what I mean. He can do, like, one bit at a time, just keep it balanced up on the two wheels and just bring it forward till he gets to that point, pretty much. Like, there's no... there There is pressure, but there's no added pressure of, okay, I've got to do it in this time, if that makes sense. That is some, and also what you two brought up about Kristen getting her moment. I totally agree. Kristen, you know, as I I don't really want to reword what you guys have said already, but Kristen, she's been competing for quite some time. She's really started to show a lot of uh, just wow and promise in these last couple of years. I saw that. For me, that was the All Star Challenge. And now I think with this, I think people are really gonna uh, gonna open their eyes up on what on Kristen Anderson and her. You know, she already has a lot of talent, but I think she's gonna build up even more with the fans after this um, after this event. And another thing I remembered too was uh, in one of the promo videos, Bryce said that they've been shaving weight off of. Uh, his truck, the uh, BKT tires are pretty much off the millimeter. I think that's what he said. So they've been really prepping this truck to beat that world record. But I think we've summed up uh, Monster Jam breaking world records pretty well. It's going to be an amazing event to watch. And I absolutely cannot wait to watch it. But we have some results from some independent monster truck events, and one of them was probably the most interesting thing, interesting monster truck uh, league that I have seen is the Outlaw Monster Truck Drags. My good old buddy Cody Saucier was there. He was crewing for Rick Steffens in Samson, who was very dominant. Uh, in fact, in the first round of the Outlaw Monster Truck Drags, 
Samson Rick Steffens took the racing win. It was awesome to see Cody helping out, being so involved, and seeing the Samson truck, legendary truck driven by Dan Patrick, uh, now handing it over to Rick Steffens. That was awesome. Mini Monster Truck Racing, that was taken by American Scout. Uh, In round two, we got to see some more uh, freestyle and some more racing. Samson Rick Steffens, he took racing yet again. He was two for two, undefeated. The Mini Monster Truck Freestyle was taken by American Scout. And probably one of the most interesting things that I've seen was the Pro Mod Monster Trucks. So they were basic, they weren't like the Mini Monster Trucks, but they were like Mega Trucks with smaller Monster Truck tires. They were really cool. Uh, And the winner for that was Blown Budget. That was really, I, I, they built up the hype for that so much. It was so cool to see Hopefully what should be a new class of monster trucks. So I'm really looking forward to see if there is more for this. And the man, uh, Joe Sylvester in Bad Habit Relapse took freestyle uh, in round two. Moving on to round three, Bad Habit Joe Relapsed. uh, Joe Relapsed? I'm sorry. Bad Habit Relapse, Joe Sylvester. He took racing again. Mini Monster Truck Freestyle was Stinger Unleashed Mini, uh, which was driven by uh, Zane's son, CJ Ratu. Freestyle, who who was it? Bad Habit Relapse, Joseph, Joe Sylvester once again. And crowned as the King of the Outlaws was Bad Habit Relapse, Joe Sylvester himself. But in a really uh, beautiful moment, Joe was kind of like, well, this is my tour. I've been pretty dominant, but, you know, I, he he gave it off to Jack Brown driving uh, the all-new FTI Torque uh, design. That was really cool. Um, Taylor Andy's Jam Customs, he designed it. Beautiful-looking truck. And overall, I really enjoyed watching the Outlaw Monster Truck Drags. It was something a bit different compared to what we normally see. It's really been a long time since someone has done, for well, for Monster Truck Racing, a drag-style, I, I don't know, racing per se. Back in the day, back in the 90s, they had the Pender Point series, which Cody could go on about for hours. Uh, and I probably could too. I, it was such a cool series. They brought back those vibes. It was so cool. I absolutely loved watching this. So, I, Casey, I know you probably haven't seen this, but uh, what do you think? And Ryan, did you see this? And what did you think of the Outlaw tracks as well? Uh, I did not get a chance to sit down and watch it because I believe it was the you had to pay for it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you had to pay for pay for it through fight tv yeah and i i I was working a bunch in that span they had me schedule a lot so i really didn't get a chance to sit down and watch it i have watched highlights uh since then but uh i such a great idea by joe i mean especially with what was going on and a lot of drivers were just like wanting that like just to get back in the truck and he gave him that opportunity and I think it was just a fantastic idea. We got to see CJ Ratu 
uh, when he was in his mini monster truck, which that was a lot of fun. But, uh, yeah, I, I didn't really get to sit down and watch it. I was kind of bummed about that, but I, I heard great things from it. I tell you what, hanging out with you guys, I learned so much. And I did not see this, but after this conversation, I really want to. Um, I've heard about these mini monster trucks. It sounds rad. I just adore Zane and Lindsay. And so I've seen their son, CJ, at shows for years. And it's so cool that he was out there tearing it up on a mini monster truck. So I think that is so rad. Um, I wish I would have seen this because it just sounds so cool, but I'm going to have to go back and check it out. Absolutely. And I believe it is still up on fight TV. So if you guys want to go nice. purchase it, uh, it's up there for you guys. And I, I really recommend it. Uh, there was a, uh, independent monster truck show at Evansville where, uh, me and Ryan's buddy, uh, Ethan Monster Jam Live 2020, he was at there, uh, and Connor and a couple of other people, uh, it, the Vanderburg County 4H Summer Smash, that's a bit of a mouthful, the lineup consisted of Avenger Jim Kohler, Brutus Chris Kohler, Bounty Hunter, Jimmy Creighton, Scarlet Bandit, Dawn Creighton, Lone Eagle, Alan Pizzo. My boy, Alan Pizzo is there. <laughs> Man, such a great driver. Uh, and you'll see, he won something. Uh, Overkill Evolution, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, Mikey Vardas the second, he wasn't there, so Brad Allen was filling in for him. Black Stallion, Mike Vardas was there. Iron Warrior, Matt Cody, Higher Education, Preston Perez, and rounding out the pack was Tailgater, Doug Nolke. Uh, the results for show one, racing was Tailgater, Doug Nolke, defeating Avenger, Jim Kohler. Uh, skills was Dawn Creighton in Scarlet Bandit. What a surprise. I mean, she's been, you know, I think people don't, give her enough credit on Monster Jam today, you know. she's She's been a great driver from the start, and she is just really talented, and she proved it out here in the event that I can't say, because it's a mouthful. Uh, let's just go <laughs> to Evansville. Uh, and for freestyle, Mr. Excitement, Jim Collar with a wild backflip. I think that was at the first show. He completely destroyed that truck. Uh, they were thrashing for the second show. Um, and speaking of the second show, for racing, Alan Pizzo in the Lone Eagle Monster Truck defeated Dawn Creighton Scarlet Bandit. Dawn Creedon made it two for two in the skills uh, challenge. Scarlet Bandit, Dawn Creedon, took that. Uh, and for freestyle, her husband, Jimmy Creedon, also with, I believe it was a consecutive backflip, uh, he took that freestyle win. And from what I heard from Connor and Ethan, it was just an amazing show. There was some gnarly backflips. Uh, some great moves. Just an overall, it looked like a, an amazing event to go to. Um, I don't know if, Ryan, you have seen any clips, but uh, what did you two think of the, let me say it, the Vanderburg County 4H Summer Smash at, Evan, well, at Evansville? I'll tell you what. Um, 
any show that Ethan films, you're going to see videos of it. He, uh, the man of reactions, let me tell you what. He uh, loved watching the videos. It looked like a fantastic show. I mean, it was competing, like, for what it was with a fair. It was competing some of the highlights with a normal Monster Jam Stadium show. There was, especially in the second show, Chris Kohler almost had a consecutive backflip. And then Jimmy Creighton actually did a consecutive backflip. So, I mean, it, the highlights were there. Uh, I loved hearing the zoomies on Jim Kohler's truck again. That's what we love about the summer shows is he can bring that out when uh, when Feld's not restricting it. But uh, another odd thing that uh, it was to watch was Brad Allen driving overkill evolution. Uh, Mikey Vodder's handed over the, uh, the keys to him, and that was neat to see. And then the last thing I wanted to touch on was Don Creighton taking skills both days it really shows that dawn is trying to improve her skills game because the improvement she had from 2019 to 2020 was just phenomenal she was able to get that wheelie move down the old paxton popper i believe and uh it, yeah it was just fantastic and a little plug here uh two extreme racing now has a store and you can buy their merchandise. And my two shirts just came in today, so you should go snag your uh, your two extreme racing gear. I think what? I think Ryan. Sorry to cut you off, Casey. Ryan, I oh, think no. you should be. <laughs> think you should be sponsored by Two Extreme, and I should be sponsored by Monster Jam because we're just plug. Heck we're yeah. just plugging that stuff. <laughs> sorry, that's so good. Um, I'm not surprised that this was an awesome show. I mean, just looking at the lineup, Jim Kohler, Jimmy Creighton, Don Creighton, Brad Allen, Matt Cody. I mean, yeah, this is a recipe for awesome. Um, I am so proud of Don Creighton. Wow. So, Ryan, you said this. Just the improvement from 2019 to 2020. There was several interviews that I had with Don Creighton this year. And she said, I want to win. She said, I'm going to give these boys a run for their money and I'm going to come out and surprise them. And she did. I think that her racing record was actually more consistent than her husband's, Jimmy Creighton. So she really brought the heat this year. And it is just, it warms my heart to see her showing off in the skills competition. That's so awesome. And um, I haven't seen the video of Jimmy Creighton doing the um, consistent backflip in freestyle, but I want to because that sounds awesome. Um, I'm going to have to check out the highlights because this looks like it was an awesome event. Absolutely. And the final one, Cody Socia made an appearance. I, I I lost my mind. This was so cool. Um, <laughs> the four-wheel jamboree in Bloomsburg. The lineup consisted of Bad Habit Relapse, Joe, Joe Sylvester, uh, also had Buckshot with Brandon Budd, Bad Company, John Gordon, and the man, the myth, the legend, Cody Socier, <laughs> filling, uh, I don't think he was filling in, but he was driving the fast metal monster truck. Great truck. I, I love it. He's such a good fit. And the fact that since um, uh, the stuff that happened in March, you know, a bit disappointing. I don't really want to go into it. But the fact that since then, he has been competing in this show and that show and and subbing for drivers and helping out is just amazing. So to see him driving fast metal at this show and once I get into the results, 
uh, was just great. Raminator, Mark Hall was there, and the General Tire Monster Truck with Kurt Kramer. Show 1 was unfortunately cancelled during the Tropical Storm, uh, due to a Tropical Storm, sorry. And Show 2, Freestyle, they had two rounds of Freestyle, which was very interesting. Uh, so for round one, that was taken by Fast Metal with Cody Saucier behind the wheel. And freestyle round two was Bad Habit Relapse with Joe Sylvester. I believe there was a few more rounds, but I don't have any more results. And they did do some mega truck racing, but I don't have all of the mega trucks. I believe King Sling and Bog Hog was there. And I think it's Ace Aces Gone Wild or something like that. And I don't have the results for the Mega Trucks either. But overall, from what I heard from a couple of people, it was a really fun event. And I think Dennis was there too. I think he was helping out on the mic. And it was just really... It looked really fun. And to... Not to repeat myself, but to see Cody Saucier get back behind the wheel and kick absolute butt at this event it was just so awesome to see um there was the cody was really like flat out he was sending it off the jumps it was so cool i don't know ryan if you've seen any footage from it it was a bit it was a bit sparse is it sparse i think it's sparse um but it, overall, it looked like a fun event, so I'm going to hand it over to you guys. What did, or, or sh yeah, what did you, sorry, what did you two <laughs> think of uh, the four-wheel jamboree in Bloomsburg? I haven't seen all the highlights. I've seen a majority of them, but the thing that I enjoyed the most was watching John Gordon and Cody Sosia go after it. Because I know that they still had uh, that built-up tension from the season when they were on Stadium Tour Yellow that they didn't get to resolve because of the season. Well, because the season got cut short, and I th you could just tell they were having fun going out at each other there, and it was just a fun event to watch. <sighs> Guys, once again, I'm lame and I haven't seen this, but I do have two things to talk about. So Cody Saucier is just so awesome, and I think that that's because of a couple reasons first off he's just a cool dude like genuinely so nice great person so personable second you know he's kind of like Corey rummel in that he's just so knowledgeable about the truck when he's not driving he's in the back working on somebody's truck and i think that that really assists out on the track because you have an understanding you have a feel for what's going on in your truck at all times and so i think that that's just a recipe for success and so it doesn't surprise me that cody crushed it in round one of freestyle and then also i love that you said that dennis was there on the mic and if he was i think that that's so cool because i love hearing drivers get on the mic and kind of host because we can talk about what we see. We can talk about knowledge. We can walk people through what's going on. I can get in the back and talk about what I'm seeing as far as what's going on with the truck. But I can't talk about what it's like to be behind the wheel, what it's like to be inside the truck. They can give us insight that nobody else can. And so I think that's so awesome. It looks like it was a really great crew of people. And no wonder it was a lot of fun. Absolutely. I couldn't, I couldn't have worded it any better. It's always great to see... Uh, l like you said, drivers behind behind the mic. It's really awesome, and you really get some some uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like really true and 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 passionate 
commentary. I mean, obviously, oh, yeah. hosts like like UK, so you're very passionate about it. I'm not saying that you're not, but you really get the the what what's the word I'm, what what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> I totally Sorry. understand what you mean. That that's exactly right. Yeah, they have a perspective that we can't have because they're drivers. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Remember, if you want to follow my social media, it's at Monster Jam Historian on Instagram and Monster Jam Historian on YouTube. You can also follow the official weekly Monster Truck Podcast Instagram page at the Weekly MT Podcast. And for more places to listen on, you can also check out Spotify, Radio Public, and Google Podcasts. Before we end off today's episode... Firstly, thank you, Casey, and thank you, Ryan, for coming on. I'm so glad to get back into the podcast game. Uh, Just pumping out great episodes and having some great discussions. And like I always do, is there anything that you two would like to shout out or plug before we close off today's episode? Yeah, I just I I just want to thank Casey for coming on because I I think a lot of people in Monster Jam just like don't understand sometimes how much like us as fans just want to know like the staff members as not just a part of Monster Jam but just as a person and just want to get them more especially me as somebody that I'm trying to get into the sport like I love sitting down and talking with people at Monster Jam and Monster Jam events just would not be the same without live hosts like I honestly don't think people give live host enough credit i mean the work that you guys are doing you you guys are there the same amount of time that these drivers are like you you wake up early for the driver meetings and you're doing all this stuff and and i i just appreciate what you guys do and i'm just really looking forward to this next season preach ryan oh that was so nice you guys seriously rock thank you so much for having me honestly i feel honored to be chatting with you guys i genuinely like monster trucks and being able to have these kinds of conversation teaches me so much more about its history, about what's going on outside of monster jam, because there's some incredible stuff happening just in the whole monster truck category. And so thank you guys for teaching me so much and you guys rock. This podcast is awesome. Thank you so much, Casey. It, it, it means a lot and having great discussion. That's the thing that gets me pumped you know, at the end of the day, is having great discussion with great people too. I I have been so pumped. Like I said, I think I said at the end of the ep- uh, not the end. This is the end. At the start of the episode, uh, and I think I was definitely telling Ryan this. I I've been looking forward to this for so long. Not only because the podcast is coming back, but because I get to talk to you, Casey, and you get to give a bit more insight on some things that me and Ryan aren't aware of, and. Like you said, we get to teach you some stuff that that you're not too aware of. And overall, I think it just creates a good discussion. And I, I really enjoyed myself coming back, doing the podcast. And I've, I'm really looking forward to doing more. Uh, hopefully, you guys should be seeing a driver interview very soon. I hope to... Um, bring this driver on and talk about his or her legendary career. And once again, I want to thank Ryan and I want to thank you, Casey, for coming on. And most importantly, thank you, everyone else, the listeners, for listening. 
Woo-hoo! I really appreciate you guys for coming uh, coming back each and every week and when I take time off um, <laughs> and coming back and listening to it and supporting me. I really hope you guys love the comeback for the podcast and continue to love future episodes. So, finally, <laughs> thank you everyone so much for listening and have a fantastic week. Bye, guys. (laughs) 